It's game time. Spilling tea and talking sports. You're listening to the Game Day Tea Podcast with your host, my name, D. Gill. Hello, everyone. It's D. Gill here, host of the Game Day Tea. If you miss any podcast before this episode that you're listening to today you can check it out at www.thegamedayt.com or your favorite podcast host on uh, spotify apple wherever you like to listen i'm pretty sure i'm going to be on there search out sports and then the game day t follow me on instagram twitter dgiltm to interact with me maybe you have a guest that wants to come on maybe you want to come on maybe you want to say you know i really appreciate that episode thank you for sharing those uh, wonderful words However, today I have some words with Sean Cosgriff, and we are going to be talking about uh, a couple of interesting things today in which I uh, particularly like, and that's community and sports, because uh, I didn't join a sports team when I was younger because I was kind of closeted and afraid of the jock macho types. But, but, but before we get into that, Sean, welcome to the Game Day team. Well, thank you for having me this morning. You're so welcome. Glad you're feeling uh, well and well enough to come and talk to me today. <laughs> yes, it's it's been an allergy type of morning today. So uh, for those of you who are listening, Sean is, uh, lives in Portland, Oregon, where we know it is a very, very uh, LGBTQ friendly city. But I didn't know they had a lot of sports um community uh, type of programs out there that uh, people can uh, participate in. But Sean, I just wanted to know what led you to Portland and, and what share us a little bit of your sports background, if you don't mind. So I actually am a native Oregonian, Portland. I grew up um, in St. Helens, Oregon, just about 30 miles outside of, of the city of Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am a native. It's, it's not like I was drawn to the city like so many other people are. I, mm-hmm. I actually was born and raised here. I uh, um, have lived in other parts of the country. I did do some grad school and training in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, worked down in in, uh, the Triangle of uh, North Carolina. So I was in Durham um, and also lived in Tucson, Arizona for a stint. But Portland was always my home. And the first chance that I was able to get back to to Portland, um, I jumped and took it. I love that. I have family in Durham, Fayetteville, uh, Raleigh, all that side, and definitely know where all that is. So that's pretty cool. And also, I went to Portland last year for the first time. I loved it. Went down to Bend, Oregon, did some snowshoeing. I I want to live there. I'm so jealous of you right now. <laughs> it, it's a great place to live. Having seen other parts of the country, I, I have to say that that it's a great place to live, and I can't imagine being anywhere else at this point. Oh, so what was your sports uh, background like growing up in the Portland, I guess, metro area? Um, so I grew up, I was a, a, one of these skinny kids who didn't really do too much as it related to sports. Really, the only thing that I could do, um, I mean, I tried all sorts of things, basketball, um, various different sports. I was always too small for, for playing football. But the one thing that I could do was I could actually run. Um, and so starting kind of in junior high school um, with the team there, I did track. And then um, once getting into high school, I did cross country as well as track. And so those were the sports um, that I participated in. 
Um, I was also a band geek. So I was in pep band for the football and basketball games. So I attended them and watched them, but I never was able to participate in them. Okay, I'm going to guess your instrument. Uh, are we, I would say, are we going to go woodwind? Uh, it is, um, no. no. Okay, all right, so we're brass. Um, let's see here. Are we heavy? Yes. Did you play the tuba? <laughs> I did not. I played French horn. Oh, which is, I like the French horn. Which is, which is heavier. Um, and it's interesting. I stumbled to, to answer whether or not it's a woodwind because it actually shows up very frequently in Baroque um, music as part of a woodwind, woodwind ensemble. Yeah. So it, it's, it's brass, but it was, it, it's got this unique history. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I was a band geek. I was in pep band uh, all throughout college. I played the trombone. So we are right there together. And I love sports. We get to go to the football games for free in the marching band. So, um, and I, that Baroque class that I took, my goodness gracious, that music theory class, i took a i took a music theory class in high school and i still am able to apply it today to uh, my piano playing and various different types of things that is awesome so not only were you a good athlete you were also a good musician so but um what was your experience like at the high school let's go with the high school level were you out when you uh were in high school playing sports no, I wasn't. I, I'm what I guess would be a late bloomer. I didn't okay. really come out to myself until I was about 29, 30 years of age. Mm-hmm. So um, it was one of those things that I wasn't out at all in high school. Um, I was me. I just did things with everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. We had some uh, unique characters in quote unquote in in high school as it was anyway um mm-hmm. and it turns out that you know there were several of my classmates who are gay um other individuals and for the most part it didn't really seem like that there was a, a an issue at all um uh, at that point in time um they uh uh We'll say at that point in time, um, HIV AIDS was just starting to become an issue. So I was in high school in the mid eighties. And so I don't know if, if that started, you know, keeping people closeted at all, just because of the, the situation and the vitriol and, and being quote unquote, a gay disease. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that prevented people from, from like coming out, but for the most part the, in my high school, it everyone was just kind of got along and everyone was just what they were. So, uh, you said, so about 29, 30, what prompted you to come out? I was unhappy. I decided that I could not, uh, deny the part of myself that was, that continued to come up. Um, and that in order to be a successful person and have a, successful happy life I needed to accept that and come out to myself and eventually to family and friends friends first then family both accepting yes good that's awesome uh you know sometimes I get mixed reactions when I ask that question we have some good stories and sometimes we don't have 
those good stories and that's good that you had a positive experience um i always like to ask this question because it's very fascinating to me did your family kind of already know like were they waiting on you basically to come out i have i have never actually asked that question i venture that that there was some inkling but i have never actually asked that question uh, it's never really been important for me to ask that question um so i i have an inkling that they kind of knew but i mm. for the most part you know have just never asked and i and i asked because uh sometimes when i ask that question and some uh i guess say yeah you know like my mom already knew like my brother or sister already knew and it's like i just wish i would have did it earlier and so i kind of like to throw that in once in a while to get that person that's kind of on the fence listening to this podcast it's like you know i don't know i don't know what my parents or my sister or my brother may think or my friends may think and it's like sometimes they already know so uh if that and I can help somebody come out when they're ready to feel more comfortable given that experience and uh I would like to do so on this podcast as well I'm trying to help everybody different ways on this podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's just important to be able to come out when when you're ready to come out and I finally at age 30 was was at a place where I was ready that's awesome we have to take a quick break we'll be right back with the game day team Welcome back to the Game Day T. I'm your host, D. Gill, and I'm talking to Sean Cosgrove on all things sports in the community. Now, Sean, um, so when you were in, in Portland, what made you seek out these uh, types of sports communities like the uh, Portland Front Runners and the Portland Timberfish, which is a, a running group and a swim team group? Um, so I... My initial sport when I returned back to Portland was playing volleyball. Um, okay. And so a friend connect, uh, uh, who is also gay connected me with somebody else that he knew that played volleyball. Um, and so I started playing that for, for several years um, in a, a gay league. Um, and so I, I met some individuals that way. Um, um, and so that was the first sport that I did when I got to Portland. Um, but over time that kind of just naturally for various different reasons, uh, uh, fizzled out and I haven't played volleyball for a while, but through some, uh, a mutual friend, he invited me to, uh, join the Portland front runners, um, and come out with their runs. Um, and so I've been running with the group now for, um, about seven, eight years now. Um, and it's, it. If, if you're not familiar with the front runners organizations, they have um, uh, chapters in all various different types of cities across the United States um, and actually some international. I, I have seen some clubs in um, uh, Europe as well. Um, and it's a great group of, of, of individuals who uh, um, get together. They do a run of various different lengths, uh, speeds, etc. And then typically a large group um, goes out to breakfast to, to um, uh, visit and, and, and just chat away the day. Mm -hmm. um, there's tea, had... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, well, not so much tea, but, um, <laughs> but there is that, I suppose. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's a great uh, uh, group to, to get involved with. 
Um, our organization here in Portland is making a very uh, concerted effort to be all inclusive, bring everyone in the LGBTQ plus community um, into uh, uh, their organization uh, for fitness and friendship. Um, um, that's been great. Portland at the time though, when I was joining the front runners did not have a, an LGBTQ plus swim team. Um, there were other organizations, other swim teams in the city, but none of them were specifically gay centric, gay oriented. Um, uh, another friend who shows up to the, to the running, um, he's from Chicago and had always been in some sort of gay swim league, um, um, there and came to Portland and said, why don't we form one here? Mm -hmm. And so uh, I'm actually one of the first board members for the Portland Timberfish. Um, oh, we formed this. We formed this this team. Um, it it took some while to get off the ground. Partly trying to find pool space to rent, um, getting word out there that we were uh, 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 an organization, and you know, please come swim with us. And um, with the pandemic, we have actually seen quite a bit of growth, um, um, mostly because individuals were uh, saying, well, I used to do this as a kid. I really still like it. And, and so I think that, that being in lockdown, people kind of refocused. And we've actually seen some tremendous growth um, mm -hmm. in our organization over the last um, um, six, eight, 10, 12 months. So it's, it's been a really positive thing, but we actually didn't have, a, an LGBTQ plus swim team in Portland. We, a group of us got together and actually formed it. Um, it's been, it's been super positive. Um, our motto is, um, swim as you are, just come as you are, whatever, uh, uh, body type, shape you are, jump in the pool, swim with us. And, and then we also go out and spill the tea afterwards. <laughs> but that's good. But so at least have some type of swimming background though, right? We don't need you just jumping in the pool and you're like, wait a minute, I thought y'all said come as I am. And I, but I need a life jacket. <laughs> so I actually, I actually have no swim background. I did was not in, and the vast majority of people on our swim team uh, swam in high school or college. Mm -hmm. um, um, we, uh, uh, but I actually didn't get into swimming until uh, um, I started doing triathlons. I mm -hmm. had always wanted to like swim and swim laps because I saw it as a long-term uh, fitness activity that I could do. My knees aren't the best. And so I figured running was going to become a, a long-term problem. But if I could swim, that would be some sort of uh, long-term activity that I could do. Yeah. Um, and so a friend said, hey, why don't you like do triathlon if, you, if you're wanting to swim? And it was great because that gave me a goal. I had gotten in the pool and I could only swim 100 yards. And I never really tried to um, increase on that um, um, just because there was no goal. There was no motivation. But uh, doing a triathlon, knowing that you have to jump into a, a body of water and swim a various distance that is a, a minimum of a half mile um, and, and try not to drown 
it really motivates you to like improve your swimming skills. So um, um, my background swimming is actually jumping into a pool because I wanted to do a triathlon. Um, I've since taken um, um, swimming lessons to try to improve, um, but uh, swimming really only is my background in the last 10 years. That, that, that's pretty amazing. I saw your triathlon post and I'm like, wait a minute, like that to me is just scream scary. I don't know why, because you have to do all the different types of exercises and swimming and biking and running. And I'm just like, ooh, that looks a little bit intimidating. But you you broke it down to me where it's like, you know what, I could probably start somewhere, like kind of start in the pool and, you know, get a regain, get, we'll get some confidence, not regain it, get initial confidence to try to get into it. Um. The the swimming was a lot of people say this uh, who do triathlon. It's like uh, the swimming is the hardest part for them. Or when I tell people that I do triathlons, they're like, "Oh, that's amazing! I could bike and run, but I could never do the swim." It's like, well, you possibly could if you one, you have to start early enough. It's not some you know training for it. It's not something that you can just do like two days before. But um, um, it is. The, the swimming for me was the hardest part just because I had no background um, for other individuals. It's they hate running. So, you know, for them, that's, that's the issue. Um, uh, I had a running background. Um, I also grew up in an area where um, all we did all summer long as kids was ride our bikes. So I, that's all we did ride bikes everywhere. So same here, you, you know, so I'm, Taking some of the, I'm taking some of my my childhood enjoyment and activities and turning them into something that I can do um, uh, for exercise later on in life. It really was for me the the, the swimming was the the biggest aspect for it. Um, I I will say that on my swim team, um, our LGBTQ swim team, the Portland Timberfish, we have many individuals who actually do triathlons about half of the swim team does triathlons so um uh and they were also on on swim teams as, as kids but but they also do triathlons so it's it's really nice having um the the swimming aspect but also the individuals who do triathlon commiserate with you uh in your training um, and your, uh, uh, cheer you on for your, uh, achievements. Um, um, and then if you fail, they're, they're a great support group. And how it all blends together. And that's the importance of community, right? And, uh, we, and, you know, in our, in our community, LGBTQ plus community, we really, we can be nasty sometimes to each other, right? But it's good to hear stories of how people come together and actually uh, help each other out, especially not just to play sports, just go and play sports. But as we get older in age, we actually need that exercise to be healthy. You know, we're, we're not just younger 20-year-olds anymore where we can eat whatever we want to do. So talk about the health benefits of clubs and the running club and the triathlon. I am now 53 years old. I need to like try to fight off all the, the, the age related types of things that show up. So high blood pressure, um, diabetes, um, uh, what else? Cardiovascular disease. So it, 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 being healthy, uh, having a goal, 
set for uh, for the running, even just going out and running just the one uh, Saturday a week, which is all I'm currently doing at the moment because um, it's kind of down season. Uh, um, but uh, uh, even just doing something like that is is important for health benefits, things that that your health education teachers and and doctors and everybody has been telling you since you know high school and college. Um, uh, I actually, for me personally, if I don't go out and do my runs, go out and do my bike rides, et cetera, I start to feel sluggish in the day. So, um, for me being active is, you know, helps with energy levels and getting through the, the course of my, my busy, busy work day. I love that. Um, so of me personally, with my own health journey, fitness goals, uh, February 1st, well, really Monday. Tomorrow, uh, I'm actually, you know, I'm, you are listening to this on Tuesday, but we're recording this on Sunday. Monday, i just going to see no meat and increase my cardiovascular exercise to 30 minutes a day and add in some strength training three times a week. I just want to see the effects of my body. But what I would love to also do is to actually put that work that I'm doing at the gym and, you know, uh, my cardiovascular training to an actual sport, a community sport. I would love to do that. And uh, so I hope people that are listening to this are like me, are kind of getting convinced just to take that step. I know it's, you know, we kind of got Omicron and stuff like that. So be careful. But I think it starts the start uh, time to get back into it. What do you think, Sean? I, I have, I, I tried my best to, to um, uh, navigate the, the, the pandemic uh, by getting outside um, running um, early on. I had purchased some masks that you could actually use for, for running, et cetera. So and that's partly because of the, the regulations in the state that I live in. Um, but really tried to do like outdoor activities, cycling. I uh, can certainly go out for a bike ride on my own um, and not necessarily interact with others. It's more fun to go out with others, but um, at the same time, it, it's, it's um, um, easy to, to do it as, as an individual. I'm also a little slower than my friends and they get a little frustrated, but <laughs> having to wait for me all the time, but, um, okay. but <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But um, so I, so it certainly is possible to, to do outdoor activities. Um, uh, so, okay. So the, this weekend, the, the Northeast was hit with a bomb cyclone snowstorm, maybe yeah. not quite so easy to go outside this weekend out there, mm-hmm. but certainly when things warm up and, and thaw, um, it's easy to get outside. Finding a pool, if you, if you happen to live in an area that has an outdoor pool, that's great. It's, it's easy to do. And here in Portland, we don't have, there's only one um, pool that's outdoors. So that becomes a little bit more difficult to, to navigate. But mm-hmm. certainly, I think that, that, that with the pandemic, um, a lot of people have said, you know, I need to reevaluate things in life and, and kind of refocus. Um, um, and, and as I mentioned earlier, we had a, a lot of, of new interest in our, in our um, swim team. So it's been good. And, and everyone who has come out has really enjoyed it. They do enjoy the community. 
um, um, they do enjoy seeing, hey, there's there's other folks out there like me. I used to enjoy this in college, and now we have this available to us. There, there's, you know, no real reason why I couldn't do it, um, and it, it's just reaching out and and um, 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 finding that 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 group that will help you get. Um, help you to reach some of your fitness goals. Um, we try to, our groups are, are, we try very, very hard to be as welcoming as we possibly can, bring everybody on board, make sure they have a good experience, uh, uh, et cetera. And, and it's been amazing to watch all these people come and join and really have a good time and um, keep coming back week after week. You are literally in my head right now, Sean. We're on the same wavelength because you basically answered my last question, which was, which was going to be, what would you tell that one person uh, in our community, the LGBTQ plus community that is listening right now or somebody is listening that has a friend that's kind of on the fence of community um, sports and they're like, you know, I just don't know. I'm not out or I'm out, but I'm not that good at sports or I'm, I just want to be active, but I just don't know about it. What would you tell that person right now? I would tell that person to come out and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. I am the slowest person in the pool. I will always be the slowest person in the pool. And, and that's just how it is. And, and everyone is, is fine with that. Um, um, our coach uh, sets up a little slightly different workout for me because I am the slowest person in the pool um, and I just can't keep up. Um, there are so many different sports for, where um, people are at various different levels. Um, even the running group, we've got some people that are just sprinters and, and should be like trying out for the Olympics versus some of us that just plod along. Um, and everyone is welcome. It doesn't matter what the ability is um, um, or the skill level. It's, it's more of coming out uh, um, the community, making new friends, uh, having new experiences, uh, uh, those types of things. My swim team is actually starting to look at doing um, uh, swim meets. Um, I have done one swim, swim meet my entire life. Um, I might try to do a few more, but um, unfortunately, the one that's coming up, uh, I have some conflicts with um, for scheduling. But um, I would just encourage anyone to, to go out, um, find a sport that you have an interest in um, or that you love or that you've done in the past. Um, um, Google is a great uh, device. Um, there are other things that you can look for. Um, so for example, uh, the front runners organizations, they're nationwide, they're uh, worldwide, actually. Um, if you're looking for a swim team, uh, U.S. Masters Swim um, has a club finder uh, function. And so you can uh, find out the clubs in your area. Uh, USA Triathlon also has a, has a club function. Um, um, and then they'll list races um, as well. So it's, it's, it's come on out and, and have fun and participate in sports. And, and um, you may find it, it a lot of fun. You may find uh, some new friends out of it. it. It's all very, very good. 
That's awesome. And if somebody wanted to personally reach out, maybe they're in the Portland area, Oregon uh, state, or just wanted to reach out and you say, Hey, you know, I really appreciate uh, your episode. I just want to thank you. How can they do that? So they can reach me. Uh, my Instagram uh, account is Hansley uh, underscore um, PDX. So it's H-A-N-S-L-I underscore PDX. Um, also, I could be searched under my, my name. Um, and then I also have a, a, a Facebook account, um, although I keep a little tighter controls on that. Um, but certainly, uh, I can be sent messages through Messenger um, at Sean with an E, S-E-A-N, uh, Cosgriff, C-O-S-G-R-I-F-F. Um, they can reach me in both of those ways. Thank you so much for, for sharing that information. And hopefully someone does uh, from the Portland area say, hey, you know, I heard your voice and I'm ready to get this thing going. Uh, I appreciate your time. And uh, this was a, such a pleasure talking to you. And uh, hopefully I can get going myself and not be a hypocrite and actually go out for a team in my local Bay Area. I am so busy lately, so I don't know how I'm going to do it, but There's... I, should, I should make it work. There's so much in the Bay Area. You should be able to find something, uh, a whole lot of fun to, to be able to do. Yeah, I'll, I'll take my partner and we'll get our butts in shape here. <laughs> everyone listening, always remember every single week to be true, be you, and be fierce. Take care, don't get into trouble, and stay safe.